Welcome to The Motivated Mind, where I challenge you to expand your perspective on how to achieve a successful life through motivational lessons, reflections, and interviews with other motivated minds. Welcome back to The Motivated Mind, a top 100 health podcast, thanks to each of you. This is episode 344, and I'm your host, Scott Lynch. Thanks so much for listening. If I've brought you any value, please be sure to leave a review and hit that subscribe or follow button. Don't be a stranger. Shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and let me know what you want to hear more of. And please be sure to share the podcast. As you all know by now, between my newsletter and this podcast, my goal continues to be to provide you all with the tools and support to unlock your internal motivation, to achieve your goals, and ultimate happiness. That's why I'm excited to announce that I am now offering free digital assets from my UHub, a framework that will allow you to unlock your full potential and greatness by providing you with the clarity you deserve in order to see your self-worth. This hub consists of 12 critical spokes that we need to identify about ourselves because identifying these will provide you with clarity to unlock your full potential and greatness. Two, the growth mindset worksheet, which challenges you to find patterns of thinking that invoke a fixed mindset and guide you to shift to a growth mindset. Download these free printable exercises on my website by clicking the link in the show notes. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for podcasters, I feel like it's allowed me to be more creative because I've been able to simplify the admin aspect of my podcast and focus on developing more valuable and creative content. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com backslash podcasters to get started. Last month, I dropped an episode labeled The Essentials of Resilience, and during this episode, I discuss the five most healthy defense mechanisms associated with higher life satisfaction, and the insights into The Essentials of Resilience lay deep within a study that's been running for 75 years, the Harvard Grant Study, one of the longest-running studies in history. Now, This study has brought much more insight than just the essentials of resilience. It has also provided priceless insight 
into human happiness, unraveling the complex tapestry of human existence through the lens of happiness. Happiness is one of the most sought after and cherished experiences we seek as humans. It transcends cultures, backgrounds, and societies. Now, the researchers of the Harvard Grant study understood something very critical, that the pursuit of happiness is not just a fleeting emotion, rather it's a complex interplay of various factors across a lifetime. So, what are these factors that contribute to happiness, and how can we use these lessons as a foundation to build our own path to happiness? Number one, healthy relationships are key. This study has consistently highlighted the profound significance of healthy relationships in fostering happiness and fulfillment. The study's findings have illuminated that while factors like wealth and fame may have their place, the true foundation of a happy and meaningful life lies in the quality of our relationships with others. Now, why is this? Well, for a handful of reasons. As humans, we are inherently social creatures. The need for connection and belonging is deeply ingrained in our nature. And healthy relationships provide a sense of belonging, acceptance, and understanding that fulfills this innate need. Relationships also offer a vital source of emotional support during both joyful and challenging times. The presence of caring individuals who listen, emphasize, and offer encouragement helps to alleviate stress, anxiety, and loneliness. These powerful relationships also allow us to share experiences, create memories, and enjoy life's journey together. Celebrating achievements and navigating difficulties with loved ones enhances the richness of life. Individuals with strong social connections tend to live longer, healthier lives. And this is because positive relationships contribute to reduced stress, lower blood pressure, and a stronger immune system. Close relationships also often bring a sense of purpose and meaning to life. Being there for loved ones and making a positive impact on their lives can give our own lives greater significance. To top all of this off, Positive emotions, like that of happiness, tend to be amplified when shared with others. Sharing life's joys and accomplishments with people who truly care deepens the experience of happiness. So, if you're chasing wealth and fame, striving to be the next Kardashian or Conor McGregor, thinking that happiness will follow... I come bearing the gift of bad news. It will only offer temporary gratification. The enduring and profound source of happiness lies in the quality of relationships. Number two, loneliness is deadly. We're all aware that smoking cigarettes is bad because, well, it's 2023 and not 1964 anymore. And we have significant data which highlights that cigarette smoking causes about one of every five deaths in the United States every year. It's estimated to cause more than 480,000 deaths annually, including deaths from secondhand smoke. However, there's another silent killer, and it's not one you can pick up at your local grocery or convenience store. 
not one that fits nicely into a carton. The silent killer is loneliness, which has a similar effect on our health as smoking half a pack of cigarettes per day. Statistics show that one in three people or close to 33% of people in the U.S. experience loneliness on a regular basis. 61% of younger people in the U.S. say they are chronically lonely. The extensive insights from the Harvard Grant study have illuminated the dire consequences of loneliness on both mental and physical well-being. Loneliness often characterized by a lack of meaningful social connections, goes beyond a fleeting feeling of isolation. It can have profound and even deadly effects on our happiness and overall health. Now, loneliness can take a severe toll on mental health. Individuals who feel consistently isolated are more likely to experience depression, anxiety, and a sense of emptiness. And the lack of social interactions and emotional support can lead to negative thought patterns and a decline in overall mental well-being. And it doesn't just stop there. No, the feeling of loneliness actually triggers a stress response in our body. And chronic loneliness can lead to persistent stress, which over time contributes to a range of health problems. And the research indicates that loneliness can increase levels of stress hormones like cortisol, which, when elevated for extended periods, can lead to various chronic illness. Beyond physical health, loneliness erodes the quality of life. It diminishes the experience of happiness, robs life of meaningful connections and shared experiences, and contributes to feelings of dissatisfaction and unfulfillment. So... We all need to ensure that we're addressing loneliness, which means fostering authentic relationships, not those surface-level small-talk friendships we tell ourselves are authentic relationships, building a strong support network, and engaging in social activities that bring joy and companionship. This is a powerful portal to enriching our lives, promoting well-being, and enhancing our happiness. Number three, being introverted is not a disadvantage. The Harvard Grant study challenges the common misconceptions about introverts and its relationship to happiness. The research sheds light on the fact that being introverted is not a disadvantage when it comes to well-being and relationships. In fact, the study underscores the notion that the quality of connections is far more vital than their quantity. And introverts can find unique advantages in their approach to relationships. So, all of you introverts listening, this is your moment. Because the depth and authenticity of relationships are paramount. Sure, while extroverted individuals might naturally thrive in larger social circles, introverts tend to focus on cultivating deeper, more meaningful connections, and these connections offer a profound sense of emotional support, understanding, and companionship that enriches their lives. Introverts often possess qualities that lend themselves well to building strong relationships. Their capacity for active listening Empathy and introspection fosters meaningful and sincere connections. And this ability 
to truly connect on an emotional level can create bonds that contribute significantly to happiness. Contrary to the notion that a wide network of friends is essential, the Harvard Grant study reveals that having just one or two close connections can be sufficient for happiness and well-being. Introverts tend to invest deeply in these connections, nurturing them over time and benefiting from the deep emotional support they provide. Lastly, introverts find fulfillment in their ability to engage in more profound conversations and share personal thoughts and feelings with a select few. And it's these meaningful interactions that offer a level of satisfaction that goes beyond more surface level socializing. So if you're an introvert, it's your time to shine because by valuing depth over breadth, introverts can cultivate connections that contribute significantly to their happiness, highlighting the beauty of diverse personality traits and approaches to life's pursuits. Number four, social media can be good or bad depending on how you use it. Social media usage is one of the most popular online activities. In 2022, over 4.59 billion people were using social media worldwide, a number projected to increase to almost 6 billion in 2027. Now, most of us slamming away on our keyboards or scrolling on our phones, navigating social media to find the next best meme either fall into one of two camps. One, that the impact of social media on well-being is positive or that the impact of social media on well-being is negative. However, the impact of social media on well-being is not inherently positive or negative. Rather, it depends on how we use these platforms and the underlying motivations behind our interactions. For example, when social media is utilized to foster meaningful connections, such as staying in touch with friends and family, sharing positive experiences, and engaging in meaningful conversations, it can indeed enhance our sense of fulfillment. These interactions mimic the real-world bonds that the Harvard Grant study highlights as crucial for well-being. Now, social media platforms can also inadvertently facilitate unhealthy comparisons. The study's insights align with the idea that comparing our lives to curated online images can lead to feelings of inadequacy, jealousy, and decreased happiness. The phenomenon of constantly comparing ourselves to idolized versions of others can erode self-esteem and diminish overall well-being. So, the Harvard Grant study highlights the importance of mindful behavior, and applying this principle to social media involves self-awareness about our emotional response to online interactions, such as recognizing when comparisons are negatively impacting our mood. During these moments of recognition, we can adjust our social media usage to prioritize authentic connections and positive engagement. So approach social media with intention. Focus on meaningful interactions and positive engagement to create a harmonious blend of online and offline experiences that contribute positively to overall happiness. Speaking of happiness, you know what makes me happy? 
organization. Yeah, you heard that right. I'm a sucker for organization and optimization. And Notion checks off both of those boxes and more. Notion combines your notes and docs into one space that's simple, beautifully designed, and with the power of AI built right inside. Now, you'll know that I'm a huge proponent of efficiency, workflows, and saving time. You know, our most precious asset? Well, for the last couple of months, I've been learning how to use Notion AI. And I have to say, I'm thoroughly impressed. Sure, there are many AI tools out there that are fun to play around with, but when it comes to something I can actually plug into my workflow and use routinely, Notion AI is the one that really helps me save time in my day-to-day -day work. Notion AI helps you work faster, write better, and think bigger, doing tasks that normally take you hours in just seconds. Try Notion AI for free when you go to notion.com slash motivated. That's all lowercase letters, notion.com slash motivated to try out the incredible power of Notion AI today. And when you use our link, you're supporting our show. Try Notion AI for free right now at notion.com slash motivated. Number five, purpose is greater than payment. The study reveals that having a sense of purpose in our work is intrinsically fulfilling. This means that the feeling of contributing to a greater cause or making a meaningful impact goes beyond external rewards like monetary compensation. Individuals who find purpose in what they do experience a deep sense of satisfaction that money alone cannot provide. The study challenges the notion that financial compensation is the primary driver of job satisfaction. Sure, while financial stability is essential, it's complemented by the intrinsic rewards of purpose-driven work, which has a profound impact on overall happiness. The pursuit of purpose goes hand-in-hand -hand with holistic happiness. The study reinforces the idea that happiness is not just about fleeting moments of pleasure, but rather about finding deeper meaning and satisfaction in the pursuits that make up our life. So remember, purpose transcends material gains and is a cornerstone of happiness, which means we should align our pursuits with our values, passions, and the opportunity to make a positive impact, because doing so will lead to a more fulfilling and joyful existence. Number six, health is critical. The saying, a healthy man wants a thousand things, a sick man only wants one, encapsulates a profound truth. Good health forms the foundation for pursuing various aspects of life, from personal goals to meaningful experiences. When health is compromised, it can overshadow other pursuits, underscoring the centrality of well-being to overall happiness. Physical well-being goes hand-in-hand -hand with mental and emotional wellness. A healthy body supports a healthy mind, and a sound mental state contributes positively to overall life satisfaction. Good health translates to energy and vitality. Feeling physically capable 
and energized allows us to approach life's demands with enthusiasm and resilience. And the ability to engage fully in daily activities contributes significantly to our overall happiness. Taking care of our health fosters a positive self-perception and self-esteem. And this self-care demonstrates self-respect and self-worth, which in turn contribute to a greater sense of personal contentment. Health is a critical cornerstone of happiness. Beyond its role in physical well-being, good health influences mental and emotional states, quality of life, and the ability to engage in fulfilling experiences. So, we should always have our health as a top priority, because this is what supports the pursuit of various joys, passions, and aspirations. And without these things, the light of happiness and opportunity fades. Number seven, it's never too late. The findings from the Harvard Grant study challenge the misconception that age determines our capacity for happiness. The study underscores that the pursuit of happiness knows no age limits. It's never too late to embark on a journey toward greater well-being. Imagine being afforded the opportunity to exist, to be alive, to then think, I'm too old to be happy. So, for the 17.6% of you who listen to this podcast that are between the ages of 45 and 60 plus, listen up. Because the study reveals that individuals can experience profound shifts in their happiness even in their 50s, 60s, and 70s. The concept that happiness peaks in youth and declines with age is debunked by the study's insights, which highlight the capacity for transformation and growth at any stage of life. Now, why is this? Well, happiness is often a result of deliberate action and conscious choices. And those who take proactive steps to improve their well-being, even later in life, can experience significant shifts in their happiness levels. We also continue to evolve, learn, and adapt. And this often leads to increased happiness because the pursuit of new interests, skills, and knowledge infuse life with vitality and enthusiasm. Engaging in self-improvement, self-discovery, and personal growth contribute positively to happiness regardless of age. As a society, we've become obsessed with putting titles on things and categorizing things. When we're 21, we lack wisdom. When we're 65, we lack cognitive speed. These things are only true if we allow ourselves to believe they are true. I don't know about you, but I love a good challenge. Age is not a barrier to happiness. It's an invitation, a challenge to explore the limitless potential for personal growth and well-being, which is a perfect segue into my last point. Number eight, we tend to get happier as we get older. Human happiness often follows an upward trajectory as we journey through life. Age brings with it a unique perspective that fosters greater contentment and an appreciation for life's simple pleasures. See, as we age, we become increasingly aware of the finite nature of life. And this realization 
prompts a shift in priorities, urging us to focus on what truly matters and to invest time and energy in pursuits that align with our values and aspirations. With advancing age comes a heightened appreciation for the present moment. The awareness of limited time encourages us to savor each experience, fostering a sense of mindfulness and gratitude for the here and now. Additionally, as we age, we tend to value quality over quantity. And this applies to relationships, experiences, and even material possessions. Embracing meaningful connections and cherishing enriching experiences contribute to a greater sense of happiness. The study also reveals that emotional regulation tends to improve with age. And this enhanced ability to navigate emotions contributes to a more stable and content emotional state, which positively impacts our overall happiness. So, if you're seeking happiness, try focusing on these eight factors as a foundation for building your path to happiness. Thanks for listening to The Motivated Mind with your host, Scott Lynch. I hope you enjoyed my deep dive into eight lessons from the world's longest study of happiness. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Motivated Scott. Don't forget to join me every Monday and Thursday for new episodes. I love you all, and thanks so much for listening. Motivated Mind is a legacy division.